Welcome to Find Your Lane, everybody. We're pumped to be here. I'm Ben. This is Jeremiah. We are best buds, business partners, and we are here to talk about finding your lane. And uh, we're pumped to have this podcast to talk about all things business, life, family, fun. Um, yeah, fun. Be silly sometimes. Silly. We're joining silly a lot to start. And then we get really serious. Yeah. Well, I think that it's more about just capturing the audience. Well, not only that, but yeah. finding our lane within this podcast. Within this podcast. Yeah, no, I like that. That's actually really true. You know, we don't know what we're doing, but guess what? We're glad you're here. Um, we do want to kind of introduce maybe the name or why we why we uh, ended up up on finding your lane or fi the find your lane podcast and uh one of the things that we've talked about and you know we were talking to my brother the other day about this but we like how open-ended it is and how it's not you know you're not pigeonholed into one idea or one genre of life it's not just business it's life but when we when i think of find my lane i think of um, what is going to help me progress or what avenue, what direction do I need to take in order to progress mm -hmm. in whatever aspect of life that is, if it's in parenting, if it's in my relationship with my wife, if it's in my partnerships, if mm -hmm. it's in, um, at church, at school, you know, wherever, and you know, yeah, anything. Yeah. And that's why I like, it. it's like, Hey, just like you were you know, being silly, but really we, we don't know our lane a hundred percent with this podcast, but we're excited to learn what that is and kind of navigate to how we kind of bring that about. What I think the cool thing about it is not knowing it allows us to kind of find it as we're cruising through. But we, what we've done is we're at least doing it. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Which is I mean, first step. It's a huge, it's a huge yeah. step. And I think that, you know, you and I were joking around the other day. We're like, we just need to record. Right. And, you know, we're not going to be the best at this to start, um, you know, and hopefully we'll have natural progression with keeping it natural. Right. Right. And I think that that. Yeah. Just staying true to who we are, being yeah. us like that's having fun, bringing in people we like, maybe having to bring somebody in and then bring them back because, you know, we're going to find times that we totally missed an opportunity to ask a question but I think the point being of finding our lane is we're just going to continue to head down this lane and and hopefully, you know, kind of find an identity while doing that. The first time I heard about or kind of heard the top, you know, somebody say the phrase like I'm in my lane or I found my lane or whatever mm -hmm. was a friend of mine named Will Tukwafu, who was a professional football player for the Seahawks. He doesn't even know this. Like, I, you know, I've never even told him, like, dude, when you said that, that was impactful. You yeah. Know? Well, but you probably didn't even realize it was impactful. I didn't time. at the time. Right. I didn't. It wasn't until we really stumbled upon, like, where we wanted to take this that, yeah. you know. But I just remember asking him about someone, you know, kind of like, you know, I was like, hey, dude, what's happening with him? You know, and like, give me the update on like somebody else, you know, that yeah. we both knew that we hadn't talked to and he just kind of shakes his head and looks at me and goes, Ben, I stay in my lane. And I was just like, dude, that's... And this was somebody that was like close to him. Close to both of us. Close to both yeah, of us. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I feel like, you know, I might have known about the guy at the time, but I was kind of like trying to see like, hey, what, what's your update on him? You right. know, kind of like, 
Yeah, but it was something I yeah yeah, and it was just like it was a cool response, and yeah, thought on it a lot since. Where I'm like, man, him saying that, where he was just like, dude, I like I really don't care what that dude's doing. You know, of course he cares and he loves him. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Yes, I think that just because he says I stay in my lane doesn't mean that he doesn't care. Absolutely not. Yeah, right. Right. So I think it's more along the lines of like, and maybe he tried to cross over all these different times and it's like hey at some point i got i'm gonna stay to myself as far as like putting myself out there to help or whatever it may be right even though i I still have this great deal of care and love and whatever for that person but he said i'm gonna stay and you know yeah and i that's exactly what i was kind of taking you know as i thought about it's like not that he didn't care exactly right he cares deeply about this person but it was more like he probably found happiness in that lane. Mm-hmm. He found he progresses the best in that lane when he stayed in it. Sure. And I think that's an important piece of what brings me most excitement of, you know, talking to folks about their lane mm-hmm. is like, I think when I think of a lane, I think of a path, set path that, you know, you're not going backwards in lanes usually. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're in a lane, you're usually trying to at least progress forward. Right. And I love that about the idea of finding your lane and kind of, you know, getting after it. I love the sports analogy of it, you know, of, hey, there's the lane for a running back. You right. have to go in between those two big dudes. Pick. It's a little lane, but right. dude, you need to hit it hard. And so, you know, there's a lot of application there that, you know, that, that was kind of the origin story of the first time I heard of. Yeah. And I heard lane. something yesterday that I didn't even consider, um, you know, it's funny. I was just talking to you about that funny tattoo. Yeah, yeah. And how once you kind of like focus on something, you start seeing it everywhere, right? So once we, you know, identified the name of our podcast, slowly started recording, camp, you know, just kind of putting this together, I, you know, you start paying attention more to those things. And so yesterday I heard that I didn't even consider with, you know, your lane and finding your lane was um, they were talking about jealousy or not necessarily jealousy but like wishing failure upon somebody because you're not the person that's succeeding and you know we we tend to do that a lot as we grow it's it's very natural i think when you know you might have a friend or a you know an acquaintance or something that's doing really really well right and you start kind of bombing on them because you're not doing quite that well but what's interesting about it is that's not your lane so they may be doing great right now and that was their path. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you. You're not derailing them. Right. And all you're doing is putting yourself in another worse know, spot. Yeah. In a worse spot. And it's so natural for us to do and I've really started to kind of focus on it over the year like over the last couple of years of like I know so many people that are, you know, in a better financial position than I am at the same age or younger or whatever. Um, and I used to be like, well, dang, man, I wish, like, I feel like yeah, I have yeah, yeah. skills. Yeah, you know? your envy is here. Like, yeah. yeah. And I just got to a point, and I talk to my wife about it all the time. I I truly, at this point, and, and I can say this honestly, I mean, a couple years ago, probably there was some serious jealousy um, or, or envy or whatever it may be. And I can truly say, like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it took a long time to truly believe that. I would say, like, oh, yeah, it doesn't bother me or good for them, right? So can I ask you a question about that? So 
do you truly not care? I mean, you're not jealous anymore, but do you feel like it's turned from maybe not caring to actually being genuinely happy for the people? hundred percent. So did that basically knew that answer, but how do you think you got to that? Well, did you have to work through it? I mean, what what did that look like? Yeah. And I think it's, I still work through it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like it doesn't, it's not not auto. No, I don't think, I don't think it's natural. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's true. And maybe that's, you know, the upbringing, I, I talked to so many people about that and just about everybody I know has had an experience in their life where they have been envious or sure. wondering why does that person have that? And it's I such a natural it's just feeling. A natural yeah, thing. Yeah. So I think you're, you're constantly having to work at um, overcoming that feeling. But I think what has really changed it is one of my really good friends, Anthony, um, there was a period of time where like this dude lived on my couch. Shout out to Anthony. We'll get him on the yeah, pod. Anthony's great. Yeah, Anthony's yeah, yeah. And, and I almost look at Anthony as like, you know, he's a dear friend, very close in age, very similar upbringing as me, but like almost like a mentor because he's done some really cool stuff in a short period of time in the business world. And he's just an awesome guy, awesome dad. And, uh, you know, I look back on it and go, man, Anthony was living on my couch. We were goofing off, you know, you know, not really having a plan or a path or anything like this. And then all of a sudden he just says one day, Hey, I'm going to do something in business um, and it was pillows, throw pillows for offices. And are those just like, I mean, my wife's going to kill me for not knowing this, but are those just like normal that just sit on a couch? Like if you were to walk into your doctor's office, there'd be maybe two pillows on the couch. Not something you'd put on your couch in an office setting. Okay. So just, but that's a throw pillows, just the two yeah, de- decorative pillows. Yeah, okay, throw okay. it on the couch, throw it on the floor. Right, I think I, that's why they call oh, it. Okay. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> Anyway, we got <laughs> But what I was saying about that is like I think he had a strong impact on me changing the way I viewed it because he went from literally working a normal job, doing okay, to starting this business with his mom about pillows. And then it progresses into this, you know, and we'll talk more in detail about what he did when he, we have mom, but it turned into this amazing business. Yeah, yeah. And and I see the success he's had. And what's interesting is never once did I ever feel that way towards him. And I think it was because I saw the journey and I saw how much work he put in. Interesting. Whereas other, and I think that where it comes from is you don't see the grind. You just see the result. Mm. And I think it's very easy to get caught up in the result. And that's where that envy comes from. But with him, I never felt that. And I've had people that are just as good of friends of mine as he is that I, that I didn't see the growth that I, you know, had maybe had some envy towards. And so I don't know if that was the reason for it or if just our relationship is different, but I, that's the only thing I can really think of was I saw him grind. I saw him, you know, put a lot on the line and I saw natural progression and every one of those steps that he took was a major risk. And and it just became like, wow, man, I'm so proud and happy and excited for what you have to do. And, and, um, and so I think that's where kind of my, my pivot mentally was, I started thinking about it. Well, why do I feel this way about this? And I said, not somebody, yeah. yeah. And I feel like I'm going, well, I should feel this way about everyone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think one thing about that too is, um, you know, kind of tying it into our, you know, finding your lane is. I think it eliminates a lot of that noise, 
for a lot of that, like trying to keep up with someone else. If, if you know the lane, you know, per se that you're, you are committed to, you kind of don't, you know, unless you're making a move, you don't really need to look left or right, like hit your hole, hit your lane and go, yeah. you know? And so it might eliminate, and that probably helps with not looking left or right or not being envious of others. And like you said, it's a natural feeling. We all get it, but, um, that's cool how you work yeah. through that and kind of, yeah. And I think, like you said, I think I truly like, I see people doing good and, and it doesn't have to be financially either. Right, right, right. Right. I see people that yeah, it's in life. Yeah. Really good family, you know, really good at sports, whatever it may be. And I now I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, man, I just think it's cool. Yeah. I'm happy for them. I think it's cool. And, you know, whatever my lane, wherever the end of my lane is, it doesn't have to have anything to do with these. Right. Right. And that's, and that's where I think we can get so tripped up because, you know, everything around us is noise, Mm -hmm. right? We're constantly, you know, being compared to people or have to have the next coolest thing or this, that, and the other and, and get this, you know, this social equity, I guess. Is that even a thing? Sounds great. Now, what, now it is. You're so smart. I mean, believe it or not, dude. I had that in my notes over here on my hand. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're constantly fed all this, you know, you have to have this, 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 and this, or else you're not anything. And I think that money is, can be a goal, can be where you're trying to go, but finding your lane personally um, you know, spiritually, if that's, you know, your thing or whatever, but family yeah, yeah. You need to find it, grab it. Or if you can't grab it, cause you're not there yet, continue towards it. I think one thing cool about it too, is getting to your lane is done. Most of the time, at least for my experience, isn't, isn't an individual feat, oh. you know, like even, you know, yeah. us in our, you know, our profession, like think all the people that we had to work with or, you know, uh, you know, just like learn from to try and even have a business open. It's like, dude, it's, it's a lot of people to help you find that lane and get to that lane. I mean, you just talk, start from the, from the top of our parents, you know, we both, you know, something cool about me and Jeremiah is we grew up in similar geography, if you will, or just, you know, close to each other in the eight, five, two, oh, six, like a half a mile, not from even, right not here, even a half mile. Yeah, yeah, from like half a mile from each other. Yeah, not even. I would say from my doorstep. Point three. Are we going point three? Just for the sake of. We should drive by the old house and measure it. Okay, we'll measure it to. We'll measure it. My house. But it's close. Yeah, but anyway, we talked about this kind of cool, but um, his journey to find his lane or even find a lane as a kid was probably much, not probably, was very different than my lane to, you know, when I was a kid Mm -hmm. and, and going off to college or, you know, for me, you know, I did a, a mission for my church and you went to college and you dropped out of college to work for a couple of years right. and then, you know, had a whole different, a whole different upbringing and that lane looked very different. But we just talked about how cool it is that we're both no 60 boys. Right. And 60 productions. Yeah, dude. I love that. And, and, you know, I grew up with two parents in the home while I was growing up, seven siblings, you know, Crazy. yeah, dude. Close. You know, you had divorced parents early on. Your mom had a really, really tough going and you were, you were, you were relied upon quickly 
yeah. at a young age, especially because your older brother went with dad. Yeah, my brother spent a lot of time with my dad and and then having a younger sister who obviously was very attached to my mom. You remember a time growing up, you know, kind of setting the stage, like, do you remember a time where you were like, man, life, it's an interest. it's a tough, tough kind of finding that lane as a youth? Or It's so interesting you say that because what I found to be so intrigued, like I'm looking back on my childhood, um, not realizing, I mean, my mom did such a great, my dad and mom did such a great job. I mean, they were divorced, but they were so, like my dad still, we still go to my dad's house for Christmas and my mom comes and my dad's remarried and you know, it's super amicable. Even if it's not, even if it's uncomfortable for them, they've never made it out that way in front of us, as kids, which was awesome. And it's so funny because I, I know other people whose parents are divorced and you know, they, they can't be in the same room together and, sure. and it's unfortunate, but I think that's more the norm. I think I had kind of the, the unusual situation, if you will. But what, what was so interesting to me was I always kind of, I mean, you know where I grew up, like over, you know, here and then over by Alta Mesa. I mean, I live right next to a private country club, Alta Mesa, right. in this tiny little house. And uh, also everybody around me kind of had this, you know, stability. All my friends and their, you know, parents were all together. A lot of them had money and, you know, all the clothes. But what was so interesting is I, for whatever reason, those friends of mine gravitated to my house you know they, and i don't know if it's because like my mom was working and my house was kind of empty and we, <laughs> we didn't have a lot of rules yeah but which which obviously is part of it but it was i don't want to say they wanted to like live this struggle because it's not like you came over a house and knew we struggled right you know but never can't really find the reason but a, the biggest awakening for me where i knew it was major different was when i moved to gilbert hmm. so being North 60, you know, this area to, you know, Wrecker and Brown area. And then just, and then I moved in with my dad on Val Vista and Warner. And it was like just that little, you know, five, six miles, whatever, however many miles it is. It was like a drastic different world, huh? totally different world. Interesting. And so, but what was consistent was that same situation you know it was like people flocked to your house it was so weird That's cool yeah it was interesting so and in me you know i tell you stories about like being over at james's house yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i'd go to my friend's house because they had family dinners every night so i'd go over there like dude we're getting my interesting you know? not just like my mom made 100 chicken nuggets and put them in the fridge and we just eat them when we walk by it i'd go to these you know friends houses and you know they'd have a prayer or they whatever it may be and i was flocking to that while they were kind of flocking my, it was so it created a really cool dynamic, but, um, but yeah, so that, you know, to answer your question the longest way possible, it was, it, it was weird kind of growing up. Cause like you never felt people were trying to do what I was doing and I was trying to do what they were yeah, doing. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Like, people were trying to struggle when they didn't have to. And I'm like, dude, I'd rather be at your place. We're like, you Let's have, go to your house again, bro. Totally. Yeah. It was a weird. No, dude, my house is boring. Yeah. It sucks. You don't have a gaming system. <laughs> You go to another buddy's house. He's Let's got like double seven. Yeah, he's got my job, dude. Crouch down in the did you corner know that with double PP seven. Do you hear that they're remaking with the big heads? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I hear they're coming back out with Goldeneye. And if that's the case, we have to get we're, we're getting it. Yeah. yeah. We may even live stream Twitch. <laughs> you know, might as well. While we're doing it, might as well do it all. Yeah. Throw it up there. 
but yeah, so that was that was super interesting to me growing up. Just the to, but to our points, like you have, you don't have to come from the same backgrounds, right? To end up in similar places, yeah, yeah. Because I think it comes down to you know integrity and what kind of person you are and what your goals are and how you treat people. Yeah, and how you get to those. Yeah, yeah. you know. No, I agree that that's 100% you know truth is it doesn't matter you know where where you come from or yeah and that's one of the main things i think from you know as i think about the people we're we're going to have on i'm anxious to see like what what their different upbringings were mm-hmm. you know cuz we're going to talk to people from all walks of life and um it'll be interesting to kind of get that background and then like you know understand how they landed in their lane mm-hmm. and you know did they you know how many lane shifts did they have you know totally. how many times were they thrown on the or not thrown on the blinker and just freaking swerving over either by accident or per, like dude Circumstance. that's that's one of the more important things about a lane is it, unfortunately this isn't a secured wall you know sometimes unfortunately but yeah dude that lane can be very fluid it's it's dotted barely they're faded, faded. <laughs> at yeah, times right. very faded no i mean it's just and that you know even even recently us professionally you know kind of understanding when you have a lane and you have to the lane and you're you, you know everyone's driving forward in that lane and you remember that you're in that lane and why you're in that lane and especially the why mm-hmm. and you you rest on that and not on money or not on you know, notoriety or not on, you know, whatever fame or whatever you want yeah. to call it. Um, man, we've especially lately learned that that is the, of most worth and most value that you can find. And that's another reason why I love our, our, the, the name, find, name yeah. find your lane. Man. Well, the thing that intrigues me the most, like you touched on kind of what their upbringings are like, I want to identify how many similarities all yeah. these different people. Cause I think that that is really what's going to be so cool. Cause they, how do they get those similarities? And I doubt, I don't even know if you could quantify it or find out how they got those things, but you hear enough people talk and you can kind of identify, Oh, well that's where he picked this up. Right. But they all end up with, you know, at least a couple of pillars that are similar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whether it's principle based or whether it's like, hey, no, we just we were taught to be honest and, and honest and all, you know, yeah, those yeah. types of things. Yeah, that that would be cool to kind of find the similarities and the differences, pick them out, yeah, and share them up. Love it, man. 